What is up? Still dealing with this damn cold, and I actually just turned this on to uh, to uh, I wanted to add a couple a couple quick little promos for some things we're working on uh, before this next podcast. And I was uh, I was leaving a coffee place and uh, hopped in my car and turned on Pearl Jam Radio, and uh, it was an older uh, older older recording from uh, Toronto. June 28th, 2003, and I happened to hear the beginning of Insignificance where Eddie kind of went off on a, a political rant. <clears throat> I mean, it just it was, it was funny and it was, it was smart and obviously it's Eddie, so it's going to be fantastic. But I really, uh, I started thinking about what a shitty state music is in now and um, pop culture, I guess. Uh, what, a, what a piece of crap it kind of is. Like, there's really no, and it's been a, a, something I've kind of talked about on the side with friends like it's just really shitty that there's no um voices out there that they kind of bring it the way they used to you know back when when people really cared a little more about uh things that are going on in the world and and in the country and you know everyone kind of bitches and and, and talks shit on twitter now but uh there's really like no one there's no there's no muhammad ali's anymore you know there's no there's no beatles there's no Jimi hendrix there's no uh you know, there's no, uh, you know, everyone that was once, you know, kind of bringing it. They're just kind of, you know, sitting back and not really doing much. You know, Bob Dylan doesn't really talk at all. And, you know, just kind of, I don't know, It's it, I think part of it is uh, I think a lot of people have been bought. I think, uh, you know, I, I think I think commercialism and uh, I think uh, just the way things roll now, just no one really gives a shit. And it's kind of a, a, a weird thing. And, it, and, and for me, it kind of makes it feel like we're just floating along uh riding a really weird wave of momentum that uh, just the the future is so unknown where i think uh before and maybe i'm making it up but i think before although you know a good percentage of it was still unknown i think there was some faith and some hope that uh we were on a, a, a decent track maybe not uh you know a perfect track but we we're on uh i think we we're on one of, of progress and and, and optimism Maybe it's just me, but I, the track I feel right now is just a little, uh, it's a little rocky. It's, it's, a, it's a little uncertain. Um, and I, I feel like the vision just uh, isn't as far as it once was. You know, I, I felt, you know, there was moments where we had uh, light at the end of, a, of of particular paths. You know, I'm not saying like we're doomed and gloom, you know, we're all in deep shit. But I think there is something uh, going on that's like, I think a lot of people are worried. I think a lot of people are feeling... Uh, um, detached from a lot of issues and I know I'm speaking kind of vague but I really I don't want to like put it into like one particular category or thing but um, I just think it's weird man I think a lot of people are working you know jobs that, that, that they're not really you know feeling in their heart and, and I, th- I think it produces a, a weird thing a kind of a numbness that uh, you know you kind of don't give a shit about the news you know give a shit about um, things that are going on and part of it is you feel like you don't have uh power or control and uh man i just maybe it's just me maybe it's just how i feel but you know i hear a guy like i hear a band like pro jam and, and eddie and and uh you know it's just too bad that there aren't more bands like that they're definitely uh you know i, th- I think they're definitely all alone you know I, I i say all the time i wish bands like rage against the machine would come back man if that band reformed whoo they would be crushing everything right now they would it'd be non-stop non-stop great music and there's just such a need for uh, for music and, and for for people 
with big spotlights on them to, to, to step out and, and say some things that matter and start to push the needle in a more positive, optimistic direction. But anyway, that's enough of that uh, bullshit. I want to get to the, uh, like I said, uh, I just want to put a little, couple little promos uh, before the podcast here, some things that are going on, me and my buddy Todd. I've been texting him, you know, for a while, trying to light a little fire under his ass about uh, some T-shirts because it comes up all the time. You know, I kind of goof around in the gym. When someone will say something, I'll go, oh, that'd be a, that'd be a fun T-shirt or that'd be a cool T-shirt, just a, a saying or, you know, something will pop up in my head during a yoga class. I go, oh, that'd be a cool T-shirt or, you know, whatever, just taking, you know, <clears throat> you know, it's not like, you know, every idea is original. Some of them are a little, you know, a little gray, but. He said, "I, uh, you know, been bugging him for a while because he's got the the skills. He's really technical with his with his software and all that, and he can make some some pretty cool things. So I've been bugging him and bugging him, like, hey man, let's get this, let's get a t-shirt thing rolling, you know. So I, I found a, um, there are a handful of companies out there, but I found one that I like quite a bit because you can uh, you can customize your t-shirt. So what happens is, you know, come up with some ideas, and t- Todd comes up with the design for it, and uh, we upload it to this website, and on the website you can choose." from uh any color you want that you know obviously there's only like maybe 15 colors but you pick amongst any of those colors and you pick the the type of t-shirt that you want it on if you want a t-shirt or a hoodie or a nice tank top or or whatever it is there's probably uh a good five or six different selections different styles you can choose from like i said you pick the color you pick the style you pick the design we got about eight of them up on the site right now we got uh anyway the site is called uh, sensitive savage and uh it's gonna be there's gonna be a link to it it's kind of a weird, it's kind of a long website, so just to make it easy, it's going to be a link to it off my website, which is uh, bluechipstrength.com. Um, you hit the links, or not, don't hit the links, just kind of hover over the links tab, and it's going to give you a bunch of drop-downs, and Sensitive Savage will be the very first one. Actually, it'll be in the top three. It'll be probably number three down that line of links. You hit that, it's going to take you right to our storefront. Um, you know, some yoga tees, there's kind of some catchy sayings, there's some cool stuff. You can see our monkey logo, and... Uh, yeah, go from there. Anyone who uh, we're gonna get a promo code out soon, as soon as we figure out how to do that. And uh, anyone who buys a shirt or a tank top uh, in the next thirty days, you get a free yoga. Providing you live near us, you get a uh, live in Northeast Ohio. You get a free a free yoga class or a free personal training session. So definitely get that. It's kind of a wash. You just get a free T-shirt for working out. Nice, uh, nice little bonus there. And the second ad, then uh, actually uh, two parter. If you're looking for a gym in Northeast Ohio, I have two recommendations. Um, depending on, on your location, if you're, uh, I'm trying to think offhand, if you're, if you're near Menor, if you're near Lake County, uh, it's definitely Titans gym. There's actually three Titans gyms, Menor, uh, Cleveland, and then Twinsburg. If you're anywhere near, you know, those areas, that's the gym to check out. It's 24 seven, uh, atmosphere is everything in this, you know, there's, there's, there's gyms all over the place. There's all kinds of, uh, you know, chains and, and there's gyms like, there's probably like every two miles are going to drive past something that's some kind of training center. Um, as far as as far as gyms with that just have every single thing you need, it's absolutely Titans. Now it's not the kind of gym that's going to have. It's not a rec center. It's a weight room. You know, there's treadmills, all kinds of cardio equipment, free group fitness classes. It's open twenty four seven. You're never going to have to wait for machines. There's dumbbells from I think two and a half up to one fifties, so you don't have to worry about that. Plenty. If you haven't been there, go to titansgym.com. There's, you'll see plenty of equipment. Like I said, you will, if you can go there the, the the busiest day of the week. You know, your chest day is Monday at 5.30. Check it out. You're not going to have to wait for anything. No matter what you're doing, you know, there's power racks. There's all kinds of uh, strongman equipment, all kinds of stuff. So 
Um, be sure to check out the website. Go on, you get a, a free two-week trial and check it out. And then if you're in Jogger County, the gym you want to be at is Hamden Health and Fitness. Uh, pretty similar to Titans, just kind of a smaller version of it. There's a, it just was uh, rebuilt about six months ago. There's three really nice rooms to it. Uh, one is kind of a general group fitness room. That's where we do the boot camps and the yoga classes. Um, and then there's two other rooms off of it and a lot of a lot of really nice brand new equipment. Um, a really nice belt squat machine that I highly recommend you check out. I know there aren't many gyms in the area that have them, especially one this night that's came out of a, come out of a West Side Barbell. So it's really obviously you know done by the pros. And just a really uh, a really sound. Really complete training center. So again, Titans Gym. If you're in Lake County or downtown or Twinsburg, uh, it's Hamden Health and Fitness. If you are near or Jaga County, and that's it. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Good manners can't be put on for special occasions only. So before we get started, I um, just want to apologize for if my throat or if my voice sounds a little wacky, uh, getting over or dealing with a little bit of a cold, so I might be coughing and hacking a little bit during this one, but uh, I want to get it out there before it was too late. Um, you know, one one question, I put it out there on uh, on Snapchat and Instagram for uh, any questions, and only, you know, about three to about four people uh, sent me some texts. Um, and it's come up actually in some conversation just randomly in the gym. Um, and that's just a beginner program. You know, there's a handful that we just got into January, um, a handful of people kind of trying to reset their, uh, <clears throat> their fitness goals and, and, and get after it, start getting to the gym. New people are headed to the gym. Um, and a lot of people who head in there, um, really don't know, uh, where to start a program or, or how to start working out or any of that stuff. Um, so that's what this one's going to be about. Uh, we'll try to keep it somewhat short, but. Um, you know, it might be one you want to, uh, to listen to a couple times to, uh, to maybe take some notes on and it's actually going to be a program. Uh, I'm going to give you uh, a couple free workouts, really a whole, a whole first phase is going to be set up for you. Um, and again, this is only, this is based on, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm imagining you're, you know, you've maybe worked out, you know, a handful of times in a year, you know, you're basically, um, beginner level, um, not say that you've never done anything, but it really doesn't matter. It's just basically you just get in there for the first time for the year, haven't worked out consistently. This is brand new to a program, and this is really most people. Even if you, you know, even if you were once, um, you know, getting after it, and then you took, you know, three, four, five, six months off, you're kind of resetting it, and you should really should get back into building up that endurance phase anyway. And that's what the goal is of the first, you know, getting in there for the first time for the year is the 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 endurance phase where you want to start. Building up the the slow twitch muscle fiber um, with with higher rep ranges, um, maybe some some quicker, uh, not quicker but shorter rest periods in between uh, your circuits and stuff like that. And that's again kind of getting into it now. Um, that is what you what I would recommend doing for be getting into the gym for the first time. For one, you you want to get your you want to get your heart rate um, elevated a little bit. Um, you want to get a little breath going because you want to start getting actually in shape. And you can do that even while you hit weights. You don't have to spend hours on a piece of cardio. Um, you really can get all the work done uh, in an hour, in and out of the gym in an hour, counting your warm-up, counting your circuits and your sets, um, and then even a little bit of cardio at the end. Um, you know, if it goes a little longer, it goes an hour, 15, hour, 20, that's fine. But you really should be able to wrap this up uh, within, you know, 50 to, 50 to 75 minutes. So, again, you're walking into the gym. Here we go. 
Um, the first thing you want to do, and again, I'm imagining you're just trying to get in shape, very general endurance phase one. Um, I'm a big fan of, and I, you know, I put out the, the video a while back um, on the Facebook page about the, the six essential movements um, to, kind of, to kind of go through those. The whole program is based around that. Um, what I look for, what I look to add into, and 90% of my clients uh, currently do this now still um, to some extent or another, but um, an upper body multi-joint press. It might be uh, some type of standing shoulder press, uh, uh, chest press, inclined chest press, uh, and then a bench press. And I kind of break it down in that order. Um, I prefer standing movements over, over seated or laying movements. I prefer dumbbells over barbells. Um, so, again, you're going with some type of, of press movement, overhead press, standing press, uh, chest press. And then you want a multi-joint pull movement. It could be bent over row, again, barbells or dumbbells. Uh, bent over row, lat pull, seated low pull, something along those lines. And there's a lot of variety. And you can kind of plug and play with the program as you see fit. Um, so you got an over, you got a, a multi-joint press, a multi-joint pull, um, a squat. Again, it could be, um, you know, the back squat, bar on your back. Um, a hack squat machine, anything where, again, you're working your, your hips and your knees. You can look at multi-joint um, hips and knees. And um, a deadlift would be next. So we got the press, the pull, the squat, the deadlift, some type of hinge movement. Um, again, if you're not that comfortable with it, um, there's a lot of how-to videos out there. I'll be putting a few of them out here coming up. And if you're brand new, you can just hold, you know, dumbbells holding them at your side um, is a deadlift as well. So, you know, you don't have to go with a traditional deadlift just hold a kettlebell or hold a dumbbell at your side two of them um and it's a similar range similar motion to squat it's a little different and again we'll get into that in the how-tos but um or even romanian deadlift straight leg deadlift things like that so there's a lot of variety <clears throat> and i'll detail those as we move along so that's the fourth and then i, I like a, a core movement um being you know maybe a um kettlebell swing or um cable kind of uh drawing a blank here kind of a cable swing cable cross swing where you kind of swing like a baseball bat like a tennis racket uh twisting twisting through your abs um or even a farmer's walk something like that where you're holding a couple heavy dumbbells and you're walking down and back for some distance or keeping your core contracted the whole time so that'd be number five and the number six is planks uh core stability big on variety of planks with different uh hip movements within just kind of different holds and poses almost uh yoga style to it um high you know forearm plank hand plank side planks, all those different things. So again, the program is based around those six movements, the press, the pull, the squat, the deadlift, the core movement, and then the core stability. So <clears throat> let's say it's day one, you want to, you know, you know, you can commit. One thing I tell people all the time, you know, think of your, your schedule, think of everything you have going on in your life. Can you commit? Are you willing to commit three days a week to make it happen? Um, at least three days a week. If, you know, if you can go to five, um, that'd be ideal. Um, give yourself a couple rest days uh, to schedule in to have things done. You know, your schedules might be hectic, so you want to make sure you set yourself up for success. Don't set yourself up for excuses and, and hiccups because you're just going to hurt your momentum and it's going to kind of uh, create a little law, create a little you know fatigue in the back of your head. You're like, ah, you know, it might wear you down a little bit. So it's always set up a schedule that you're going to be successful with. So today's example is going to be um, a three-day thing. Every time you hit the gym, um, you always want to warm up first. Uh, it can be on a, a treadmill, elliptical, a row machine, anything you like. You know, I recommend um, even just a, a good, strong power walk on a treadmill for 10 minutes. You know, you can put it at, a, at an incline to, to make sure your breath is moving a little bit. And you want to do it long enough where you build up a little bit of a, a little bit of heat, maybe get a little sweat going and kind of hear that breath. Um, so once you get your warm-up in, 
uh, you want to get set up in your station. So day one, uh, just to keep it simple, um, it's going to be a full body circuit, and we're going to move it around uh, the press, the pull, and the squat. Um, so let's say we're going with the very first movement you're going to do uh, is an incline dumbbell chest press. Uh, the second movement you're going to do is a seated low pull. And the third movement you're going to do is just a bodyweight squat. So again, you're going incline chest press. You're going to do that 15 times. You're going to do the seated low pull 15 times. You're going to do the bodyweight squat 15 times. Four rounds of that, 30 seconds rest in between each movement. Um, you always want to breathe. You always want to sip that water. You know, do whatever you need to do in between. Use those 30 seconds to make sure you're recovering your breath um, and, and taking care of yourself in between. Like if you start to feel, you know, a little nauseous, slow it down a little bit. Take a little longer, longer breaks in between and always sip your water. If you start to feel nauseous, it's usually because it could have been something you ate, but nine times out of ten, it's just that internal heat starts to, starts to rev up, especially if you're a beginner. Um, and you can kind of mess things, mess with things a little bit. So sip that water in throughout, and it'll help keep your system cool, um, kind of numb that a little bit. So that's your first circuit: incline press, seated low pull, body weight squat. You're going four rounds, 15 reps apiece. So building off of that, you can go with uh, you know to keep it simple. Again, thinking only in terms of beginner range. Uh, you go over to the machines and go with this the, the basic uh, machine press, machine uh, chest press. Again, we're go, kind of going back chest squat. Um, machine chest press, um, some type of machine vertical pull, and then we're going to go with the leg press. So those are the three machines you're going to work with. And it's at most gyms are, you know, you can probably set it up where you're somewhat close to each other so people aren't stealing your machinery. Um, and you're going to work four rounds through that. Again, it's all 15. Everything's 15 today. So you're going with a machine leg press, a uh, machine chest press, and a machine vertical pull. And don't be afraid to play with the weights in between each section. Um, you know, let's say you can pull or press um, a particular you know, 50 pounds on set one. And like, oh, you know, that felt pretty good and maybe it felt easy. Don't be afraid. You know, you can add weight to go up to set two. Or if it felt heavy, you know, drop the weight down 10 pounds to get into set two, whatever it might be. And it can change every round because, again, you're going to fatigue. You're going to start to wear down. Um, you know, the arms are going to start to kind of fall apart here. Um, and the breath, again, all these legs, even just, just handling the squats, um, you're going to feel that a little bit. Um, so you're going to breathe heavy. Um, again, this is all part of it. So you want to make sure you're staying close to that 30 seconds. And you're going to notice your heart rate is going to be at a level where it's like almost, and maybe even your sweat, it's going to be almost as if you're as if you're taking a little bit of a jog. And that's the double benefit of, you know, the beginner phase of building up the endurance um, and the rep range of it, the full body circuits, where you are getting the benefits, the cardio benefits while you're pressing the weights. Your body doesn't know cardio versus strength training is in terms of the heart rate it just knows the heart rate you're beating at a certain rate burning x amount of calories so don't overthink it like that you're getting you're getting two benefits at one with with the with the speed you're going to be training at with the 30 seconds rest and all that so you just got done with two circuits they were uh three sets a piece there were four moves a piece that was eight 24 um you got 24 sets right there and you're probably only about um 35 minutes in total counting your 10-minute warm-up. So yeah, that's all really we're going to do with the pressing and the pulling. Um, we're going to go, we're going to start to slow it down a little bit. It's going to be a little easier, but it's still going to be intense, or it's going to get some core movement in. Um, we're going to do some basic crunches. Uh, we kind of I like to work a lot of ranges just to um, just to do it, just to make sure we're hitting it. And you kind of, you know, you want to feel good about the crunch work you put in, the core work you put in. Um, although I do value planks and, and the and the twists and the swings more. Um, we do still hit it all, so you're just going to go grab a mat, find some space, get on your back. You're going to go knees bent, feet flat. Um, you're going to just burn out 15 crunches. 
Um, again, you want to constantly breathe through all your movements. Um, you know, there is an advantage as to when to breathe, but as long as you're breathing, you're in good shape. At the beginning, you don't really have to worry too much about, you know, breathe out as you press and breathe in as you pull all that. Don't worry about that right now. Really just breathe. Just breathe constant in and out with your movement and you're going to be fine. So let's go 15 crunches. Let's go with a 30-second forearm plank. And then just stand up, grab a kettlebell, grab a weight, um, and just some type of standing twist movement. You know, you want to have a little cushion in your knees, a little cushion in your hips, and you're just swinging back and forth maybe 15 to 30 times. And you want to just want to kind of contract your core every time you change directions. So, again, you're doing them, you're doing them all now. You're doing the twist movement. You're doing the, the, the core stability. And then you're going to do the basic, basic crunch. So it's 15, again, 15 crunches, a 30-second plank, and then about 30 swings with a, with some, some type of weight where you're contracting as you change directions. You're going to do that for three rounds. And that takes you up to 30 sets in about 45 minutes. And then you're going back over to the cardio, and you're going to hit that. You're just going to walk it out. You're going to kind of cool down. You're going to you know finish up your water, your amino acids, whatever it is you might have. Um, and then you're going to move on, and that, that's really it for the day. You want to use those last few moments to kind of settle things back down a little bit. You know, if you're feeling up to, you know, maybe a, a moderate jog just to kind of feel good and get a little more sweat, you know, go for it. Um, but that's all you really need to do for day one. Let's say day two is an off day. You're coming back in day three, and we're going to set it up again. And again, we're going back to the same principles we talked about in the beginning of the multi-joint push, multi-joint pull, squat, deadlift, core and core. Um, so just to break it up, you know, we did a lot of chest back on day one. Day two, we want to, you know, we're going to change it up. We're going to put a little more shoulders and just some different kind of back movements. Um, so to get loose, you know, again, we're not that familiar with the gym yet. Um, we're gonna, today, let's start with the machines. The other day, we went to machines on the second set. Today, we're going to do the machines on the first set. So let's start with a uh, machine shoulder press. And everything, again, everything today is 15s. Machine shoulder press and a machine, um, of course, machine. Uh, that pull down. The bar for the pull down um, is somewhat irrelevant. Uh, and again, it's kind of hard, you know, just doing this generically, not thinking of all the gyms, but they do, they should all have different attachments, whether it's a straight bar attachment or a neutral bar attachment, something like that. Odds are you're going to be fine. Just grab, I tell everyone, just grab whatever's on it and go. Um, we're not really, you know, honing in on a specific section or movement yet. We really just want to get in the work and, and let the blood flow and get some oxygen pumping all over. Um, so just go with whatever it is. So again, the first thing is machine shoulder press. Then you're going with a lat pull. And then let's see, we want to start to, let's say, let's start to work some core in now. So let's grab a stability ball. You're going to take a seat on it, start to roll your feet out to where um, about the middle of your back is on the ball for the beginning. You want to make sure your feet are hip width apart or a little wider so you don't fall off the ball. Part of the challenge of the ball is just controlling the ball and not shaking all around the place. And the same movement you had in your crunch the other day, you want to do that here, just bringing your shoulder blades up high enough to get a little contraction in your core um, and then just go back down a little relaxed. Now, you don't want to arch back too much where you feel, you know, an ab stretch or, or you start to, you know, kind of tweak your back in the, in the opposite direction, you want to stay neutral. So it should almost be a challenge. Even at the bottom position, your core is still contracted. It's not really a complete rest. So let's do that 15 times. So, again, shoulder press 15, lat pull 15, ball crunch 15. You know, after that, <coughs> excuse me, let's go over and uh, use some dumbbells. So we're going to go standing dumbbell press. Again, the core is already contracted. We might even feel a little sore from Monday's workout or day one's workout. Um, we're going to do a standing shoulder press. Core as tight as you stand. A little cushion. And everything you do standing, there's always a little bit of a cushion in your knees. You don't have to bend them, no half squat, but just enough where they're not locked out. Um, and again, core is tight all the way, and you're contracted through your body. 
going from the shoulder, bottom of the shoulder press position, reaching up for the sky. We're doing that 15 times. So don't be afraid to grab a light weight to kind of fill your way up for it first. Again, you're a beginner. You don't need to grab anything too heavy. You just want to get the blood pumping. So we're going with a, I'm sorry, dumbbell shoulder press. And then after that, we're going um, bent over, dumbbell row. Let's go single arm. So let's say left hand is on the bench, right hand is on the dumbbell. A bend in both knees and flat back. So I open it up almost like a... Uh, almost like a sprinter stance but backwards or uh kind of like you'd see a football player in a three-point stance i like to get as low and as flat as possible um i just feel it forces me to engage like everything throughout i'm almost in a, in a plank position i really set my feet back a little bit and i pull to my hip like my hip crease i don't i don't pull straight up like i'm pulling it tugging it like to my armpit i pull it in a little bit lower um but you can kind of do whatever you want to do with that you just want to make sure your back is flat your core is tight your breath is constant so we're going single arm dumbbells. So you're going to go 15 on the right arm, switch it over 15 on the left arm. Excuse me. Then after that, uh, we can just get some roll-ups. So that same bench that you just had your hand on for the single arm press, you're going to lay down on, on your back behind the pad, behind your head, and you're going to grab that pad, and you're just going to kind of pop your hips up in the air a little bit. So you can take your feet high in the air, and you're going to use some leverage. Again, your hands will hold onto the pad. You're going to get your hips up about three inches, then set them back down. So it might be hard to visualize, but again, hop on your back and pretend you're kind of holding onto a pad and just trying to lift your butt up in the air. So the only thing touching the pad is going to be your hands, the back of your head, your shoulder blades, and a little bit of your back. Everything else is going to be coming up. Then you set it down, pick it back up, set it down, pick it back up. Um, so that's the third circuit. So again, dumbbell shoulder press, single arm bent over row, and then roll-ups. Um, again, it's all everything's four, four rounds. I forgot to say that in the beginning. But for the beginning, everything's four rounds. Everything's 30 seconds in between. So that's the third. Again, let's finish out with a little bit of movement and a little bit of core work. Um, I'm trying to think of what you might have in your gym. What's the most average space? Again, once you get more comfortable and you're able to use space, and I'll, we'll put some of these in, put them out in videos as well, um, you can get really get dynamic with the core work. But <coughs> beginning, I'm not a fan of machines very much. I want you to use your body weight as much as possible. And it can be very, very simple. Like we, I said in the beginning, core stability, a plank is really all you need. So let's go over. The other day we did a forearm plank. Say that I start off with a hand plank, which is going to be a little more challenging. One, your core is already awake and you're already feeling it. Plus, you already did the shoulder work today and the chest work the other day, so you might have fatigue in your arms, and that's totally fine. It's just going to make it a little bit harder. So you're going to go over. We're going to start off with a 30 to 45-second hand plank. Now, this is easy. Obviously, jack it up. Go to 60 seconds or longer. Um, you know, in the beginning, you don't want to collapse on the floor. Um, you want to take it up to just, you know, you, you don't really take it to failure, just to where it's just a slight, you know, fade behind failure. Um, so let's go with a, a high plank. And then something easy to kind of, kind of, um, we're still working the core, but nothing too bad. I call it a, a quadruped hand knee touch. So you're going to be on your, on your hands, your knees, your feet, a six point stance. Everything's touching the ground there. Back is neutral and flat. And all you're going to do, you're going to raise your right hand up to the wall in front of you. And your left foot is going to extend. Your left leg is going to extend back behind you. So if you can imagine, again, you're on all, all sixes, hands, knees, and feet. Right hand is going to reach up in front like you're reaching for the wall. Left foot leg is reaching back behind you like you're reaching for another wall. And then reach down and just tap your left knee. So underneath your body, you're going to reach down. You're going to tap it. You're going to come back up, extend long. Come back down, tap it, extend back up long. You do that ten times on that side, then flip it ten times on the other side. Again, notice what I said because even I do this live, people kind of some people screw it up. It's your right hand and your left leg, not your right hand and your right leg. If you try to do that, you might fall over. So again, those are all those sets. It's going to take you to about uh, the 45-minute mark. Again, these are 
the time should all be around there if you're if you're staying pretty strict in that 30 second range and then just go walk it out and cool down so you got two days in the books you've already hit um you know a good deal of work as you notice you know day two we really didn't touch the legs much we kind of only squatted it and then uh, leg pressed on day one because we're going to come back and we're going to hit a little cardio on day three now again depending on your level um depending on on who i'm working with there are there are ranges of beginner um, depending on your your current conditioning, um, if any injuries, hips, knees. Obviously, I'm saying all this anticipating that you know you do not have um, any health issues. This is all just recommendations. If you're a totally health healthy person, kind of just trying to, to to take the first steps to to improving things. Um, but if, let's say someone has a little bit of athletic background behind them. Um, I do introduce one by one intervals uh, rather early um, because I think it's a great way to to moderately build up your cardio and, st- and start to get in the zone and enjoy training a little bit more. Um, and what, all you want to do is it's something real simple. It doesn't take very long. Um, let's say you're going to the same thing. You're going to the gym. Um, you're going to hit your 10-minute warm-up, kind of power walk it out, and then you're going to go one by one on a treadmill. What I, one by, what I mean by one by one, it's one minute of, let's say you're a beginner. One, I keep saying that like an idiot. One minute of, uh, <laughs> one minute of jog. At whatever it might be, whatever's kind of a comfortable, I tell everyone, start off like it's a home run trot. You know, you just knocked one out of the park, you're not going to sprint. Maybe you do sprint around them, but you're just going to kind of slow trot it around the bases. So you can do that for one minute and then take it back down to whatever that, you know, recovery walk may have been. So probably like a talking on the treadmill, it might be a 2.5. So you might be jogging at a 5.0 and taking that recovery walk down to a 2.5. So you're going going to jog for one minute at 5, recovery walk for one minute at 2.5, and you're going back and forth with the buttons from there. Now, if you get start to get comfortable, you know, or maybe the jog is a little too slow, pick it up to six, six, five, seven, whatever it might be, but still bring your recovery walk back down. You want that recovery walk to really, truly be recovery. You want to get your breath back. Um, you want to you want to really focus on, you know, your form. You don't want to go too hard. You want to make sure you know you don't want to hurt yourself. You want to make sure your heart rate is, is settling back down and you're recovering. And that's kind of what what day three is. Um, I don't want to get too far into it. Um, if you're, let's say you're brand, brand new and even that's a little bit out of your range, I would say use that third day just to get it and power walk hard. Um, if you're, if you're in a gym with, uh, any kind of a movie cinema or anything like that, you know, take advantage of what it has. Um, you know, if, get, if maybe there's a movie on that particular day, you can check the schedule. Most of them have them out. Um, we can kind of just go in and, and walk it out for 45 minutes, take some time to stretch, maybe check out a group schedule, take a yoga class or something like that. Um, but you definitely you want you want day three to be active rest. Again, you want to stay on your schedule. You don't want to miss the day, and you want to use it as a, as a little bit of recovery, uh, but while also burning up some calories. So nothing too hard. Um, I don't think I don't think this is too challenging for anyone. I would recommend that for you know a handful of people are running through my head that have um, come in and started this program as a brand new beginner. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and uh, it just it, it works. You know, circuits work well. Um, and even, you know, as this, as this advances, you can still put in similar work, um, with different rep ranges. But as far as, again, going in day one, not knowing anything about the gym, this is a a really good sound way to start off your first three to four weeks. And then, uh, like I said, you would only do this for that long and then you want to tweak it or start to make changes. And, and even let's say someone's on your machine, you know, you're looking for the chest press, some bozos on it. One, the, the gym probably has another option. Just look around and even, you know, take a day or, or talk to the manager of the gym 
about a, about a machine overview and just kind of learn how the machines operate, where, where the seats adjust to, stuff like that. Because a lot of people steer away from particular machines because they don't even know how the machine works, how does it move, how do you adjust it, where are the weights, all that stuff. It can be intimidating for a lot of people that, that don't work in gyms or haven't been around gyms their whole life. Um, so don't be afraid to, to ask someone, um, to ask an employee, to ask a trainer, to ask a friend. You know, Maybe you already know someone in the gym. Um, you really need to know, you know what all the equipment is for so you can, you can utilize it and use it as it's needed. Um, but don't be afraid to, to swap out movements that I already said here if someone's in your way in the gym. You, know, you don't have to miss anything for it. Um, if the machine press is taken, if the machine chest press is taken, um, there's probably a hammer strength version of it. Or just skip that one and go to the dumbbell part of it. You can kind of, like I said in the beginning, you can kind of plug and play with different parts here. And that's the exact reason for it. it. This is not set in stone. What's most important is that you're breathing, you're keeping your movement going, you're keeping your heart rate at an eleva- elevated state, getting all the benefits of the cardio, getting all the benefits of pushing the weight and the resistance training. Again, a lot of people, you know, a lot of, a lot of it actually still does come up. Um, you know, just because you're pressing weights doesn't mean it's going to make you bigger. doesn't mean it's going to make you bulky. Um, genetics plays a huge, huge role in that. Um, your calories and your type of calories that you're taking in plays, plays a huge role in that. And your consistency to push big, heavy weights plays a big role in that. So don't, don't be shy about, about pressing the weights or about getting after it, the squats and the leg presses and all that. Um, it'll all take care of itself and you can adjust as you move forward. Um, so that's kind of all I wanted to get out there today. <coughs> um, you know, I'm going to be doing more of these, uh, where I'm actually putting out, you know, more programs out for people that are sending me questions and stuff like that. I'm just going to put them all right, right to the podcast. So again, if you have anything, um, text me, tweet me, hit me up on any of the, any of the, uh, social media platforms. It's blue chip coach on Instagram. Uh, it's blue chip strength and conditioning on Facebook, uh, blue chip trainer on Twitter. It really should all have been the same thing, but I screwed it up when I, created them like seven years ago um and then the podcast you already know where that is so if you need anything you know how to get a hold of me and i hope this was useful So let's try counting the number of obvious blunders.